Excite. All right. Well, welcome to Much Excite, a, uh, you know, something that's been in the makes for ever. Like a week. Uh, <laughs> like a week, yeah. Which is which just feels like forever, you know. It feels like a long time coming. Yeah, yeah. You know, ever since, um, you know, uh, I was born, mm-hmm. I came out of the womb wanting to you know, be a part of a podcast. Yeah, exactly. With you. You, you knew I was yeah. going to exist one day. Eight years later. I was like, in nine years. But you're nine years older than s- me? Yeah. I thought you were eight years Wait. older. No, you're eight. Eight years. Eight, yeah, sorry. I'm not that old. Or young. You're, you're pretty old. I mean, you're... I don't know. Anyway, I'm, my name is Seamus Fennessy, and what is your name? My name is Reagan Fennessy, and you guessed yeah. it, we are siblings. <laughs> we are siblings, yes. And this podcast is only for us, so if yes. anybody's listening to this podcast, then leave. you owe us, what, two doubloons? Mm-hmm. Or you can just leave. A hay penny? A what? Or they can just leave. Oh, yeah. They, yeah. You can, you, you, there's a 10-second, like, grace period where you can listen, mm-hmm. and that's starting now. Exactly. Yeah. It's a fast 10 seconds, so it just ended. So anything after this, you owe us money. You're done. Um, you're done. So, you're You're done. <laughs> Um, so Ray, I, uh, I'm clipping a lot on my, apologize, I'm trying to figure this out. Um, so what are we so going to be doing today? We are, sorry, I'm punching my mic now too, apparently. Uh, we are, we kind of went, came up with like a theme, you know, I wanted to do kind of like American folklore and cryptid, cryptids, like weird monsters that uh, exist in American folklore, and you said you want to do like a paranormal activity kind of thing, right? I just love ghosts, so I wanted to go down that route. <laughs> they can be... And I love they can, weird... <laughs> they can be in America, they can be in Europe, they can be in Africa, they can be wherever they want, you know? So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they can be in Madagascar. But not South Africa. Definitely never, no. That's where I draw the line. Me, me too. Honestly, why would you even yeah. go there? Certainly. Well, Reagan, would you like me to start mine? Yes, I think we should also preface this with saying like, we're, this is all for fun. Like we're just doing this right. to hang out with each other at the end of the day, at mm-hmm. the end of, sorry, I'm already drunk. No, I'm just kidding. At the end of our lives. <laughs> I'm on a hospital bed. You know, cause you're in South Carolina and I'm in Colorado, mm-hmm. so we don't really get to hang out that much. So I feel like this is just a fun way for us to hang out and be quirky and just, you know, be ourselves and try and freak each other out. Oh yeah, we, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I love, I love the idea. I, th- I think this is going to be like an awesome thing just for posterity. Like, I hope we do enough of these that we can kind of like look back in like a decade and be like, God, that was so fun. Like, you know was, what I mean? That was cute of us, you know. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, it's too bad Reagan's like a staunch racist now. I know. Like, what happened? God, she like she burnt. She burnt people. Burned down <laughs> so many buildings. <laughs> so actually, the massage cabinet just burned down here. Did I tell you that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Did did you do it? I'll never tell. She's nodding yes. She's nodding no. yes. <laughs> no, I didn't. She's nodding yes. She yeah. She's nodding yes. I'm not recording any video, but she's nodding. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're just you know be hanging out, and if you get bored, mm-hmm. don't listen. If you want to keep listening, yeah. awesome. Um, we we also do have another brother, <laughs> but who we do apparently. Um, so, Joe, if you're listening, one day if you want to chit chat with us, I feel like he would never do that. But um, if we talk, I, I think I think he would find it fun. But like the thought of like Joe like pulling up some research and stuff like that <laughs> on just something that he wants to talk about, like 
That is interesting to me. I think he can do it. You know, this isn't me being like, oh, yeah, like Lughead Joe. Yeah. But I am curious to know, like, <laughs> if he would be like, yeah, no, no, I'm doing this, guys. Like, I'm, I'm pulling, I'm on Wikipedia. I'm, doing, I'm yeah. doing wacky stuff. So That would be wonderful if he wanted to do that one day. Or just tell some stories of his own that he's, you know, whatever he wants to do. So, Joe, if you're listening, mm-hmm. join us one day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're not burning down a massage parlor in a... Uh, uh, yeah. In a YMCA in Colorado. Yeah. Which we know you did that. Just way to get my exact location. That's whatever. <clears throat> <laughs> Thanks, Jay. Uh, I didn't say the exact location. You're like 25. Oh, I mean, there's like 45,000 YMCAs in Colorado. That's true. There, there are a ton. There are, there are a lot of them. Yeah. How about this? I'll, I'll, ble- I'll, I'll, I'll uh, edit out the YMCA. But only in the first part. Any t- any other time I reference it, you'll know. Yeah, you do the YWCA, the Young Women's Christian Association, which mm-hmm. is a thing mm-hmm. apparently. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I didn't know that. So go women. You know that the did you know that the YMCA was uh, made to combat like how sickly and small people were getting during the like Industrial Revolution. You're definitely making like, that up. No, I'm not. Really? Like you could look it up. Like. The, there, like it was basically like a gym for uh, young boys, and it was like, yo, these kids, these children, are working in factories. They need a way to like actually start working out because they learned that like working out is like congruent with like health, and so like they made the YMCA, and uh, uh, it, yeah, and so that's kind of why that's kind of why it exists. You can look it up. You can look they it like up. go in as Steve. I heard it. They go in as Steve Rogers and come out as Captain America. They're like, I love this place, yeah. man. <laughs> Awesome. Captain America. I'm absolutely yoked right Cap- now. <laughs> Captain America is just a, a YMCA. Like. A product of the YMCA. <laughs> All right. Well, Reagan, what is your experience with the first state, Delaware? Delaware? Um, I've mm-hmm. been there, I think, almost every summer of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, mom grew up in D.C., that was mm-hmm, the family's mm-hmm. vacay spot, and now is our vacay spot. The only place mm-hmm. we go is pretty much Delaware. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so We'd... I'm very fond of the state. It was the, yeah, it was the first state. It's very tiny mm-hmm. and a weird shape, but we we love that. Mm-hmm. We love that for it. It's actually like I looked this up too. It's like one of the uh, uh, for like GDP output. It's like one of the highest, like in the top ten of states, which is oh weird gosh, because really? it, you. It seems just like a little like, um, like beach or farmland state, but it's actually like for for the money is pumping out. It's up there. Oh, but. nice, cool, good for Delaware. All right, mighty but. small but mighty. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, just like mm-hmm. me, kind of like kind of like our brother Joe, yeah. who's actually two and a half feet tall. It's actually five three for any girls that are listening. Um. All right. <laughs> we love we love a short our short <laughs> we love a short king. Our short. Our short King Joe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Not athletic at all. all. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Art, art student Joe. Um, well, right, I tried to go with a cryptid, cryptid theme like I had originally planned, but either found that some of the folklore of mythical beasts in Delaware has more like impactful significance in other states. Okay. Like I learned about uh, something called the Mue, which is like a giant terrifying zombie ice person consumed by greed, fear, and famine that oh more God. closely remem- resembles a Wendigo, oh, which is something yeah. which is like Yeah. We yeah, just had which is like way more pop 
Yeah, we just had one of those. Like other states. We just had one of those on our haunted trail. <laughs> Somebody dressed up as a yeah, ghost. Yeah. They're, they're like spooky. Are you they know? like they're also like, known as skinwalkers? I think so. Well, according like according to the Mue, like or the like it's like a weird representation of like yeah greed, fear, and famine, and it's like it eats human flesh, but. <sighs> You can like feed it food and then it turns back to like to normal, which is like like me when I'm get a little hangry, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Not you need your Snickers, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, you need your Snickers. Um, That's really scary. Okay. But, but but there's also but it's just one of those things where like the Wendigo is more impactful in other cultures, so I didn't really want to like put it on Delaware. Yeah. And then there was always like also the Selbyville swamp monster that was just like it was a hoax from the get go. Oh, so okay. it was like more for drama. And uh, I also found out about the Pukwudgie, uh, which is like a little gray person <laughs> who acts as kind of like an antagonist for like a um, a Native American like creating god. Like you know how a lot of religions and and have like a story about like a being creating Earth. Yeah, it's like they the Pukwudgies were like the antagonist to this god who would like take a nap on a hill and then it become a mountain or something. Oh, like okay, that, you know so. Um, but again, it, the story seemed to like circle around that God more than like the puck wedgies and stuff. So I decided not to go with that. Okay. I bet um, also but what I, I did find, oh God, I just was going to say, I bet you're like killing these pronunciations. I bet they're spot on. Oh yeah. I bet. <laughs> well, luckily this podcast is only for you and That's me. True. So it's like, yeah, yeah. No one else is listening. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it and the, you owe us three doubloons now. Oh, yeah, that's so cool. Um, but what I did find is the sometimes humorous, often dark, and very bloody history of Lewis, Delaware, and how it eventually became home for a Fiji merman. What we've been to Lewis, Lewis, what's it called, Lewis? Lewis, yeah, it's spelled L-E. yeah, spell L E. W E S. Yeah. But it it is it is I looked this is the one thing I looked up how to pronounce <laughs> is it is Louis. <laughs> I remember cuz I think um, when we went there we were like lose or like Louise. <laughs> I do not remember. I think I I don't know if you were there. I think I like we rode my we rode our bikes there from like yeah. Rehoboth and it was like mom and dad were like Let's just ride our bikes to Lou, Lou, whatever. And I was like, it's like All a right. thirty-five minute drive. Like Britt and I were like, sure. And it was like a ten-mile bike ride. I was like, Mom, what? <laughs> and then we ended up like going to a candy shop. I was like, okay, this is. I guess this is making up for. This is worth it. Yeah, because there wasn't a candy shop in Bethany Beach. Definitely not. Um. <laughs> of course, we got like crab cakes and sat by the water. So mom was happy. <laughs> I think, and I might be really, really wrong about this, but I think the one time I remember going to Lewis was the first time I had ever gotten ulcer sores, and I'd gotten two, mm. like, on opposite sides of oh, my mouth. And then I think I also had, like, strep throat, too. Oh, so it was God. like, my mouth was just, like, pain incarnate. And <laughs> I just remember trying to eat, and I'm in tears, and I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> this is hell on earth. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I never, I never saw any any mermen when I was in the candy shop. But well, maybe that's not where they hang out. Well, this is a is it a real merman or is what is it? It, it is like there there is a physical merman in Lewis. Okay, and I'll tell you all about it. Okay, I can't but we ha- first have to learn about the wacky stories of Lewis, Delaware. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> mm-hmm. So this will be like more of a history, like a wacky history thing of Lewis than it will be about the merman, but. Yeah. 
the merman will kind of like be the uh, cherry on top, you know. Okay, cool. Um, so the town of Lewis, Delaware, came through uh, or went through a small laundry list of names before landing on what we call it today. Uh, first of which, the first name of Lewis, Delaware, was Horkill. <laughs> Which was given by Dutch settlers in 1629. Ooh, that's not a good name. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 spelled W H O R E K I L L. Poor kill or whore kill? Whore kill. Oh, that's even worse. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> is it because they were like killing um, natives or something like that? Like is that their thing? That probably didn't age well. Well, uh, uh, well, uh, uh, in his book Del Marva: Legends and Lore, David Healy states historians say it apparently has something to do with the tradition of Sicanese men, which is like a local native tribe, uh, sharing their women as a gesture of friendship to the Dutch. Oh, Your average Dutchman probably thought this was a very fine way to celebrate their purchase of the Indians. Land and a memorable place name, hmm. and uh, uh, it's also Sounds about uh, right. <laughs> kill means river in Dutch. So it's it's it, river. it's literally trans. Yeah, it's translated to whore river. Oh my god! So yeah, like the name could have been obtained from these like intimacy-starved sailors stumbling onto this land of this very you know sexually open native tribe and just calling it whore river. <laughs> Um, there is some contention on the name, though. Robin Brown of the News Journal and Delaware Online cl- claims that the whore from Horkill actually comes from the city of Horn, Holland, which is remarkably more boring, you know? Yeah, say, that, say that five um, times fast. Uh, <laughs> the city of Horn, Holland, which is remarkably <laughs> more boring. <laughs> Horn, Holland. Horn, Holland. <laughs> but, like, mo- most, of the, most of the sources I've come across seem to lean more towards Whore River, uh... With some like different reasonings behind it. In his article, Whore Kill and Murder Kill, Reclaiming Delaware's Unsavory Place Names, Chris Slavins alleges that the river got its name as a spiteful jab towards Dutch settlers who contented to live under English rule when they took over the land. So you might have like these Dutchmen who are like leaving because the English are moving in, oh. but like some Dutch folks are like, No, I'm gonna stay. Like I've already rooted up here, and like the Dutchmen that are leaving are like Whores. <laughs> to the British, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Love that for them. Yeah, it's it's not petty, you know, not not a grumpy, not a grump. So there's there's like a lot of potential like reasonings why they called it horror kill. Yeah, all um, really good reasons, you know, all from really, all really wholesome yeah. good things. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, just just <laughs> front to back. Yeah. Uh, so, but so yeah, that that was established in 1629. Two years later, in 1631, the overall area's name had been changed to the much more palpable Dwanendale, which meaning Swan Valley in Dutch. Mm. Uh, so, you know, way way prettier. Yeah, you know? that's way cuter. Like, mm-hmm. better, they, way better than Horkill. I love how they went from Horkill to Lose. Like, oh. <laughs> like Lewis. They're like, we should probably change this. This is probably not good. They were like, we just need to tone it down. <laughs> like, the, we're just trying to have a quiet existence. We were going with like, like out of the gate with some racy, yeah. racy naming conventions. So, uh, less than a year after Zwanendale was, uh, uh, you know, erected, it ceased to exist. <laughs> what? <laughs> The, yeah, the uh, the aforementioned Sikkimese people, you know, the ones with the allegedly, like, mm-hmm. open women, Ooh, yeah. uh, had laid waste to the settlement over a, quote, misunderstanding. Ooh. And, you know, I put a lot of gravy over the word misunderstanding. Because mm-hmm. if you read, like, journal entries from the time, it's easy to conclude that, like, Zwanendale's fall was essentially the Dutch people's fault. But many entries I found seem to just kind of gloss over it. Mm, like, okay, that's sketchy. Yeah, you get, like, a lot of articles that are, like... Yeah, Zwanendale just doesn't exist anymore. Cause let's, like, let's not talk about I it. I don't know. Let's move on. 
There was like a misunderstanding with like the natives or something like that. That but. never is good. When you hear that, that's never something good. <laughs> like, I know. <laughs> in history, it's like something happened with the natives, didn't, nothing happened after it. You're like, yeah, some stuff probably went down. <laughs> You're like, I feel like there's some, you know. Sounds like we're sugarcoating this. <laughs> Little, little, little too much like exceptionalism kind of going on, you know. <laughs> From his journal, Dutch settler and leader uh, David Peterson de Vry describes uh, what a different local tribe, the Nan- Nauticoke, said happened. So this is what like a tribe who witnessed like the raising of this town had to say about like what the Sikkimese people did. Um, so it's a bit of a quote. So just kind of bear with me a little bit. Okay. Now I'm gonna do a voice to keep you wrapped, oh. keep that attention just yes. on it. You know what yes, I'm saying? Yes, queen, get it. Mm. And I'm going to butcher a lot of this because like there's a lot of run-on sentences. Okay. So just you know, English wasn't our um, strong suit back then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, quote from David Peterson Devry. Oh. He then showed us the place where our people had <laughs> set up a column to which was fastened a piece of tin, whereupon the arms of Holland were painted. Oh. One of their chiefs. Took, off, took this off for the purpose of making tobacco pipes, not knowing that he was doing amiss. Those in command at the house made such an ado about it that the Indians, not knowing how it was, went away and slew the chief who had done it, and brought a token of the dead to the house to those in command, who then told them they wished they had not done it, and they should have brought him to them, as they wished to have forbidden him to do the like again. They then went away, and the friends of the murder chief incited their friends to set about the work of vengeance. <laughs> that was so, that was straight up bar, Shay. <laughs> <laughs> Throw a beat over that. You got a song, my dude. Yeah, I definitely didn't like stutter or anything like that. Um, I mean, that last sentence it's just, was brutal. I don't know what they were trying to convey there, but I was confused. They're like, to that end, to what end? Da 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 da. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's not how people read, like sentences allowed anymore (laughs) so i I don't know is um so basically like this this chief he he's in town and he rips off like a metal part of a town flag for like a smoking pipe okay and the local leaders go ballistic they then send like law enforcement 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 uh (laughs) to go arrest this guy but like the law enforcement ends up beheading him. <gasps> oh my <laughs> like, god! They come back with the head, like, because it's like if you look in. I, I'm assuming it was his head because if you look back in the quote, it says, uh, "Like and brought a token of the dead to the house of those in command." So I'm assuming it was a head. You know what oh I mean? Oh my god! They were like, he was like, no, "This is not what I wanted. I just wanted you guys to tell him not to take any more metal." Like, you guys took right, this way right, too far. Right. Ale- well, allegedly, yeah. because it is like this is written by you know a dutchman yeah. about his people so yeah it, it yeah the leaders were allegedly like whoa we just wanted to talk to him dude <laughs> that's intense um, that escalated the, the bros of that guy that they killed you know came back and laid waste to the town um i will say though like according to this this journal entry the sicanese people did kind of use some underhanded tactics like what they would do is they would like walk up to guys working and be like what's up dude yeah man oh dude nice dutch house you're building yeah i like the squares and everything like that <laughs> oh dude i like your hammer and they would just like bash like the workers over the head oh like with like God. tools under the guise of friendship and everything you're like, like that. what the hell dude i thought we were cool right so it was like really bad reactions by both parties for sure um but it was it was just i don't know like the whole like anytime i saw the sentence like oh it was just a misunderstanding it was like 
I mean, the Dutch kind of started it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, and uh, uh, so basically, you know, the Sikhnese like raised the town. They would go into stores like pretending to offer trade or for pelts or something like that and just like kill the shopkeeps and stuff like that. But according to the journal, the whole fight ended eventually with a, a Sikhnese native shooting 25 arrows into a chained up Mastiff dog. Oh. What did I don't the know dog do? I don't know. <laughs> I I shouldn't laugh, but it's just <laughs> oh a God. weird way to end that journal entry. They're like, shot a dog 25 <laughs> times. All right, hope you enjoyed. Make sure you like and subscribe. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's me, uh, David DeVry, uh, <laughs> signing off. I'll see y'all. I'll see y'all when I see y'all. It's like, can we table um, that for a second? I mean, <laughs> that's uh, intense. You did what? <laughs> you know, they... They killed Trevor, a normal Sikhanese name. They killed <laughs> yeah. Trevor. And, like, yeah, that was, but, like, 25 times? We shot their dog 20. Are we the baddies? You know? Are, um, is this us? Are we the, are we the drama? <laughs> you did what to the dog? Man, okay. This is like the fourth time you've done that, man. You need to be so, uh, according to Delaware history, and uh, according to the Delaware and History Cultural Affairs Office, uh, the Dutch wouldn't make another attempt at recolonizing the area for like another two or three decades. Um, in the 1660s, though, uh, the town, now coined Lewis, as we recognize today, had become a flourishing Dutch and Mennonite colony. Nice. However, like you know, in the middle of the 1660s. Uh, the English seize the land. Oh my god! <laughs> so they fought like the Dutch are finally like, oh cool, you know, we like we got a bustling economy, we'll and the English it. come through, and they're like, it's ours, you know. Like, but don't feel too bad for the Dutch because they eventually made New York City, and uh, uh, ah yes, so, New York, New York. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're doing fine. They're doing fine. I've been there. I've been there too. You loved it, right? No, yeah, I did. I loved all the dirt and the um, like no trees. Um, so it was really you loved having negative money in the middle of central park right yeah i was in the, no i was in the middle of Times square and i was like square, wow this is sensory overload let me get some more senses and eat a hot dog for some reason and then i walked over to a mm-hmm. hot dog stand and i was like can i and i love hot dogs so i was like let me get a hot dog and he was like word maybe this like hot dog looked really good i went to swipe my card it was like negative dollars i was like i have never not had money i was like what <laughs> and i like I don't even know why there wasn't money in my account. I don't know if it's because I was traveling or something. And then, like, my friend had to pay for it for me. And it was, like, the absolute worst hot dog I've ever had. Like, I was absolutely right. pissed. I was like, this is... <laughs> I just want to go home. <laughs> like, where's the trees? <laughs> you really, like... You really feel gravity whenever you realize you have a lot less money than oh you my do. Gosh. Like, it's one of those things where the world kind of tilts a little bit. Mm-hmm. And you kind of... You know, you feel it's just you just, you just feel. Yeah, it. you don't feel like a per. I was like, I'm in the middle of Times Square. My hotel's 30 minutes away. Like, how am I supposed to get home right now? Like, this is where a murder. Mis- a this is where a murder mystery happens. Like, I don't. I'm a girl. I'm 22 years old. Like, <laughs> it's not looking good for me. I can't just hitchhike back to the hotel. <laughs> it was bad. But Ra- Reagan fantasy on her journey back to her hotel with zero dollars <laughs> in the middle of Times Square. What could go wrong? Uh, a lot of things. What actually, could go wrong? So. Yeah, so that was fun. Um, Lesson learned. Never go to New York. <laughs> I've I've had good times in New York, uh, but that that that's for the New York episode, which I already have lined up. Oh yeah, I have, me too. Uh, I've 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 written fifty episodes worth of essays, and uh, mm-hmm, then I'm going to do the the Canada states. Oh, um, perfect! I love Canada states. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> so uh, today there is a, a Zwanendale Museum that sits in the middle of Lewis. Uh, it, it, is, it features Dutch-inspired architecture, uh, historically relevant ar- artifacts, and potentially the most interesting oddity of all Delaware, a Fiji merman. It's in there? So, yeah, yeah. The merman in is in the, is, it's not in the water. It's like just dried up and in a museum. Yep. Oh my god! Now, uh, let's see. The Fiji merman, or Zwanendale merman, is a foot-long mummified fish monkey hybrid that sits on a blue velvet pillow inside a glass case on the second floor of the Zwanendale History Museum. What? Reagan, I hate how this thing looks. <laughs> Don't look it up yet, because I'm going to send you a link. Okay. I hate how this thing looks. Oh its lower half looks like that of a de- decomposing fish carcass, oh. while the top half has the necrotized and petrified remains of a monkey. And uh, I'm going to send you the link right now, and I'll let you react to it, and then we'll go from there. It's like, why did, like, oh my god! (laughs) Oh! Why does it look like surprise? Like, why is it laying on its belly like, oh, did you guys, oh my god, am I not supposed to be here? Like, ew. (laughs) Why are its ribs so long? It, you know, it looks the, like, and, okay, and, but it's like head looks like an old man. It doesn't even look like a monkey. It looks like an old man. I know. <laughs> oh, that's actually horrible. You see, it's like, and that's the best photo I can find of this thing. You know, the, like, the thing that gives me pause about this horrible abomination is the fact that I could not find like a single high res photo online that could accurately help me understand how the head is like attached to the body. Yeah, I don't you know. get, is it? Is it just a... They stuck a pole in there? I don't... <laughs> is it by uh, barbs? Like, what? <laughs> is it magic? I don't... Um, like, I don't have sleep paralysis, but I feel like I will now, and that's going to be my sleep paralysis demon. Just <laughs> <laughs> be that thing. Um, Gosh. But yeah, according to the... Uh, it's, it's plaque at the museum. It's made of fish, a hair... Ivory, oak, stained, varnished glass, uh, rayon, and dye. I don't know what rayon is, but I'm assuming it's a, it's a monkey corpse. Um, but, uh, uh, it might not actually have like a monkey torso, but you know, I feel like, it, no, I feel it, like it does because it it's just so evil looking. Um, I, I don't even know what I, if I was scuba diving one day and I just looked over, and I saw that I would just absolutely poop my, my, my wetsuit. I like never going in the ocean again. Screw my major. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, uh, deep sea fishing. Which is, um, yes, that is my major. You're right. What is deep sea fishing? Mm-hmm. Uh, according to the Roadside America, um, the Fiji merman has remained in Lewis, Delaware since the mid-1800s, apparently being a gift to a prominent Lewis family from, quote, an old sea captain. <laughs> oh, that's so sketchy. <laughs> so if that's not cursed. That 100% is cursed. He was like, I don't need, I don't want this anymore. It screwed up my entire life. You guys can have it. Like, mm-hmm, let's put yeah, it in a glass I... box and make sure a lot of people see it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, and the the family loaned the merman to the Zwanendale Museum in 1941. Uh, when the last of the family died in 1985, the town <laughs> pulled a whopping $250 in 80s money for it to stay in the museum. What is that? Which is really funny to me. What is that now? Because that's like six. That's like six hundred and like fifteen bucks nowadays. Oh, okay. I looked it up. Which like isn't like. Like, we had the conversation about having no money. Like, I will always take $615 and never say that's a, a little amount of money. But it's just so funny that, like, you have an entire town, like, pool money, and they can just only do, like, 615 bucks for, like, a creepy monkey thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> that is so weird. Um, I mean, I'm surprised it got that much money to begin with. Like, yeah. that's I, that seems like a stretch to me. I'm like, 
that's how much you're going to pay? See, I think what happened was the museum had like $5,000 and they were like, cool, we'll send the family like $5,000. But like all the townspeople kept coming in and stealing money so that they wouldn't uh, put the monkey in the... <laughs> yeah, they're like, please just don't put this out. After- please don't. It's cursed. Uh, The museum director, Andrea Anderson, claimed that nobody wanted him to go, and that that it is much beloved by the town, and the local kids call him monkeyfish. And then they never see the kids again. Um, (laughs) They disappear in the ocean and never surface. (laughs) They just walk out into the ocean. And, you know... All right. You you hear Uh, hear a monkey call, and then you hear a splash of a fish, and then they're gone, so... mm -hmm. That does sound terrifying. Like, I, I would, that does sound like absolutely the worst thing ever. That does sound like a crazy like you know if they made a horror movie out of this, <laughs> which they there is a there is a I looked it up and there is a what is it called Night of a Thousand or House of a Thousand Corpses. It's like a Rob Zombie movie or something. God. And there's a scene where uh, the guy who plays Dwight from The Office, like Rain Wilson. Yeah. He's, like, killed by these crazy people who sew, like, the bottom half of a fish onto his body. And it's, like, really gross and really dark. Oh but it's, it's just like, yeah, you know, this is referenced in popular media every now and again. It's like, I really wish it wasn't, you know? <laughs> wish you actually didn't do that. <laughs> right. Oh, That'd be cool if you didn't. Um, but the, uh, the museum's information plaque reads that the, quote... Dale Merman is, a, is, is an example of folk art or sailor's art from the mid-19th century. It is conceived as a prank or a sideshow curiosity at a time when sea captains traveled more frequently to exotic ports than before and when people were trying to learn more about the science behind human beings. So basically, like, these superboard sailors would, like, ha- their pet monkey would die and they'd be fishing. Oh, and then, like, okay. both the fish and the monkey would die and they'd be like, all right, let's just mummify it and, like, sew it together. Like, what a weird, you're so bo- what a weird hobby. Like, what? How do you get into that? <laughs> Just play on your Xbox, bro. I know it's like the mid 18. Like, I know on, it's like man. the 19th century, but come on, man. So this isn't this isn't real. <laughs> what? This this creature? No, no, it's not. No, no, it's not. No. Oh, thank God, I thought this was actually real for a second, and I was like, thought- <laughs> this is awful. <laughs> like, what? See, what, what's funny is like I found like I found some uh uh I found like a little bit of of on the joke side of it that like sailors would come back to like port towns where like people like people would not leave the town for their entire life and a sailor would land and like come on shore with like these these crazy like mermen and be like this is real <laughs> and then just let's go sailing again <laughs> it's like you're just gonna leave us with this what are we supposed to do <laughs> i just i couldn't Imagine how broken, like, some seaside town would be if, like, you know... Because that's, like, your equivalent of a scientist back in the day. Like, because yeah. these are, these are these are like, sailors. They're the only people seeing the yeah, world and getting, not, like, yeah, exactly. worldwide experience. Yeah. And so it's, like, you just have to trust that anything that they say is true. Yeah. Like, the Earth is flat, which it is. It's, which it is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Reagan's shaking her head. Is she lying? She is. Okay, yes, yes. Um, she's not a flat earther like me and my boys, uh, who are all fishmen. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> um, but like I, I did find uh, uh, I don't, I don't have it in front of me, but I did, I could go into the story about how uh, like P.T. Barnum had like a four foot uh, merman in his in his exhibits and stuff, but it would kind of detract from the whole like Delaware theme of this. Of, of my 
part of this episode or whatever. Uh-huh. So it, so I, I ended up like not going into that, but apparently like whenever Barnum was like putting that his his merman on display, he would like his plaque had said yes because everything on land has a sea equivalent. Like we have a seahorse, <laughs> yeah. you know, a sand dollar and everything. <laughs> yeah. Like oh yeah, that makes sense. Uh-huh. Yeah, that makes sense. That so. sounds about right. Yeah, like we now have a sea monkey fish thing. They're like. Eh kind of weird but sure all right yeah no yeah i know look how real it is i the the barnum one is way more terrifying and i think a lot more like i think it was actually like a, a monkey corpse you know what i mean but uh from like sketches i've seen it, yeah which i'm fine never looking at again <laughs> yeah. because it looks yeah. like it it's like cringed up and it's like you know it's just it's just spooky you know oh, God. it's no rain wilson in a thousand uh, uh, house of a thousand corpses i wish <laughs> But uh, today, the slight against God's creations remains in the Zwanendale Museum, and I do plan on seeing it the next time I am in Bethany Beach. We have to go. I can't believe we didn't see this. Like, or I, I didn't even know about this when I was in, um, I was in that town. I wish I did. Well, it's it's pretty spooky. So, and I don't think they would ever put anything like that on a, a pamphlet uh, <laughs> billboard. Yeah. <laughs> Come see the sea fish monkey thing. You're like, oh. welcome to Lewis, and it's just the monkey's face. It's like, no, this is what all of our no. residents look like. Welcome, <laughs> just this terrified floating head monkey thing. It's like, nah, dog, I'm not. I'm good. I'm not coming to see that. I'm actually fine. Yeah, <laughs> but that's the end of my half. I don't know. Do you have any additional questions about it? It's um, just such a. Uh, I just. I, I think I on this, this point I'm just I, I still am staring at this thing because it's on my screen, and I can't. Th- yeah. It's just staring at me, and it's making my mind go blank. But um, I I would love to go. Yeah, see, it's you know not fun to look at. No, I definitely will have nightmares tonight, 100. percent Um, so thank you for that. Appreciate that. Uh, but it it is know. it is like one of those things where it's like that is the best photo that I could find. Like there's no like out of the case photo or the museum kind of like brought in a photographer for like the, you know, for it. It's just like all the photos I've, I've seen are like, there's a reflection off the glass (laughs) or they're like too zoomed in or they're from like 2002. You know what I mean? So yeah, I think it says something that you have to search really hard for a picture of it. They're obviously not proud of it. I think, (laughs) (laughs) you know, it's, it's one of those things too, where it's like I am not a museum fan. You know, I think I think they're important, and I'm glad they exist. But it's just one of those things where I'm like, I, you put me in like a history museum or something, and stuff like that's there. I'm like, I don't, unless I don't it's the this. South Carolina I, Museum with the giant shark in it. Yeah, that's it's a good cool. thing that that thing has never existed, right? Yeah, megalodons never existed, never. Right, yeah. right. That was a hoax. That was that's that was a hoax, like the Selbyville Swamp Man. Yeah, you know, I definitely don't have a megalodon tooth on my shelf over there. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, you don't. Yeah, you don't. I don't. <clears throat> you don't. Um, well, that was a wonderful story. You did. You told that very well. I'm. Well, I, 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 I hope you enjoyed it. I feel like that. You know, for our first podcast, I think we kind of nailed the time. I mean, we're at thirty-seven minutes, so it's like yeah, we're chit-chatting here like, and there. I mean, yeah. I mean, mine's pretty short, honestly, so that works out. But I don't know how I'm gonna follow that. Mine's not as cool as a monkey mermaid but <laughs> i think i think we i think it's apples and oranges like you're about to talk about the ghosts uh so it's that's going to be it's a, its own demon well uh you want you want to take a break and then uh uh we'll do yeah. we'll do your end we'll take a break for our sponsor right today's sponsor today's sponsor is wait wait we need to we need to get like real qu- we need to 
doing like an audio dip. Mm-hmm. Like we need to get real quiet. Yeah. And then uh, uh, you do a sponsor and then I'll do a sponsor. Okay. okay professionalism. All right. Nice. Um, and then, uh, okay, quiet. All righty. Today's sponsor, shout out to them. We have milk chocolate covered mini pretzels from Trader Joe's. 100% a real sponsor. Um, go to your like your local Trader Joe's. Go to aisle th- aisle three. Uh, walk about ten feet. Um, if you hear a bird crow, you're right. You're right on your way. You're gonna look to your right and you're gonna see those milk chocolate pretzels. Uh, first five sponsors today, or five guests that click on the link below and subscribe. <clears throat> um, you will have five free pretzels from a box. You don't get the whole box free. You just have to pick out your five favorite pretzels in the box. Um, and that's only if you use code um, MUCHEXCITE. So you do milk chocolate covered pretzels, mini pretzels, Trader Joe's backslash MUCHEXCITE. Um, so those five lucky first listeners, you're welcome for those five lucky pretzels. And uh, shout out to Trader Joe's. Thanks for sponsoring us today. And on to our next sponsor. Thank you very so much. This episode is also sponsored by Small Distant Arms Fire. Are you tired of going to... (laughs) (laughs) You got it, you got it. She was, we're going to lose the sponsor. Are you tired of your small arms fire being a little too close to your bed while you sleep? Try distant small arms fire. If it's got to be there, you'd rather it be distant. This is small arms fire. <laughs> Comes with a uh, 30 back money guarantee with a, uh, uh, a subscription service that you can quit whenever you want. We will say, though, the small arms fire will Come back to your house if you don't re-up your subscription. Uh, use promo code MUCHEXCITE at distantsmallarmsfire.gov. That's right. It's a government <laughs> agency. <laughs> For 25% off off of your first year. <laughs> and now, back to the episode. We definitely just lost those sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, now all my ar- small arms fire is either going to be close <laughs> or like in my home. <laughs> all right, I'll be right back. One second. Okay. All right, we're back. All right. How was your potty break? It was good. It was, uh, uh, I didn't black out like I normally do. Oh, no. Actually, I almost fainted the other day. I just like bent over. Were you dehydrated again? <laughs> no, um, I think I just bent over too quickly, and I like got back. Oh my god, someone's getting murdered in my hallway. Um, and then I just like again. I know it happens every Sunday night. I don't know what it is, but um, and I bent up too quickly, and I I just have really low iron, and I just saw stars, and this lady was in the middle of asking me a question. I was like, I can't talk to you right now. Like, I'm on a different <laughs> planet. <laughs> Shut up, woman. Yeah. Give me a second. Ah, jeez. Exactly. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, anywho, um, I'm going to start with my story, if that's okay with you. 
Let's do it. All right. I'm probably going to butcher it. I love to stutter and to jump sentences around. So just bear with me. Uh, would it help if every time you stuttered, I went, stutter? <laughs> yeah. That would definitely make me less anxious. That's for sure. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, my God. <laughs> okay. I, I won't do that. I'll, I'll refrain. You ha- you're definitely going to do that. I, I won't. I won't. Because that that would that would be like that would ruin flow, and then it would be like an annoying joke. So that that's I would I'm, I'm not going to do that. And you'd be you can do it to me. And you would be bullying me. I feel like that's the number one reason why you shouldn't do that. <laughs> right. Oh well. Yeah. There's that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So anywho, I'm going to start my story. <laughs> All right. So a few months ago, as you know, Shamu, you and Pops drove me out to Colorado to start a new little chapter in my life, uh, which mm-hmm. is where do I live now? You li- Wait, are we saying it now? Yeah, it's fine. Okay, you live in... I have a taser, you live in, so uh, it's fine. You, you live in Iran, Colorado. <laughs> you know it. You know, no, you're in Estes Park. I you're am. In Estes Park, Colorado. I am in Estes Park. Mm-hmm. A beautiful town, it, a beautiful place. It's very beautiful. Um, so we mm-hmm. drove about 24 hours from South Carolina all the way there. It was a great trip. Um, anyways, when we got into Estes, while we were settling in, we did a lot of the touristy things, such as, you know, meandering around souvenir shops, stopping the car for wildlife, smoking a doobie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, dude, dad got so high. Dude, I was like, dad, how are you? He's like, I'm good. How are you? I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's a good thing this podcast is only for you and me. And also, Dad did not do that. So. Yeah, no, Dad doesn't. He definitely doesn't do that, Mom. Right. <clears throat> she, she's shaking her head. If Mom's made it this far, if she's even, whatever. Anyways. Um, anyways, <laughs> smoked a doobie, obviously. She, mom, mom turned this off after whore kill. Yeah, she was like, oh, my God. I have to go pray oh, for oh. them. Oh, oh, my goodness. Why is he saying that word? Oh. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go pray for him. Um, anyways. So, um, yeah, we smoked a doobie, but most importantly, we took a little visit to the Stanley Hotel. Ooh. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. So to keep it local today, I'm going to be spreading some knowledge about the Stanley Hotel. Did, was there anything filmed at the Stanley Hotel? Well, I'm going to get there. Or are you going to get into that? Am I, am, I, am I jumping the gun? Give me a freaking break, dude. Okay. My bad, my um, bad. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm going to do a little history to start off as well, because I feel like that's important. Um, mm-hmm. So this story begins all the way back 118 years ago to a 1903. There was a man named Freeman Oscar Stanley. He arrived in the valley now known as Estes Park. He was weak and ill due to a bad case of consumption. Gross. Do you know what consumption is? Oh, that's... Oh, I'm sorry to interrupt, but, you know, I said, like, the YMCA was made so that, like, kids could go to the gym. Oh. Like, one of the things they caught, like, one of the things they were, like, that was used to combat was consumption, which is basically a catch-all term for people just dying of, like, wildly terrible health. (laughs) Yeah, like, basically it was just, like, tuberculosis and, like, a bunch of just really horrible health, like, issues. Mm -hmm. And basically it's a disease caused by bacteria that's usually attacks the lungs um and in the turn of the century it was actually the leading cause of death in the united states good that was really (laughs) fun fact (laughs) 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> keeping it light, keeping it fun, you know. Death. Just something happens to all of us, I guess. So, anyways, mm-hmm. don't have to mm-hmm. have that question now. Um, at the th- <laughs> um, and to make it even better, at the time there was really no cure for this, and the only mm-hmm. thing you could really do to help was to just take in some fresh air, which mm-hmm. is not the best thing you want to hear when you have a deathly illness. You're like, oh great, I just go have on to- vacation. <laughs> <laughs> It's like when I tell mom I'm anxious, she's like, just go for go for a run. I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay. I think I think I'm depressed, but all right. <laughs> I got a lot going on. No. Yeah, just eat, go touch a tree. Just eat an apple, all right? Um eat- just kidding. <laughs> Love you, mom. <laughs> um anyways, uh yeah, like I said, there's nothing really to help except just some fresh air. Um, so nothing better than some fresh mountain air to kick that consumption to the curb. Um, after staying just one summer here, to his amazement, F.O.'s, I'm gonna call him F.O. because we're homies now. Um, Mm -hmm. to his amazement, F.O.'s health was restored to better than ever. He was super pumped and vowed to return to Estes every summer because he thought, you know, if I, my consumption was cured after a summer here, like, I might as well just keep coming back. Um, so... Him and his wife, her name was Flora, um, they had a bit of a finer taste in life, and the little town of Estes just wasn't quite doing it for them, wasn't quite meeting their standards. Ugh. So, na- uh, yeah, I know, ugh, mountains, man, gross. Um, so, naturally, <laughs> they were like, let's just build a bougie hotel. <laughs> Might as well. <laughs> could, you, could you imagine having the capital just be like, you know, I'm dying, you know, of consumption. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to build a hotel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, ugh, I guess we I should build another hotel. We should, we should add that to mom's remedies. remedies. <laughs> like, be like, you know, uh, guys, pray about it. Uh, go for a run. You know, eat a eat a vegetable, Seamus. Yeah, I'm glad about that. Yeah. Build a hotel. I mean, mom had, does have valid... <laughs> There are valid points. Yeah, the yeah the she's a very healthy woman. Yeah. So it's like anything... It's kind of, you know, evidence of everything that she says working is like... Yeah. If, you know, working. If mom says build a hotel to make you feel better, I'd be like, all right, word. I'm going to sort of go fund me. Let's yeah. do this thing. Yeah. Maybe uh, I'll consider it, mom. Consider it, <laughs> um, so after a few years, or a few years later, the Stanley opened its doors in 1909 to the fanciest of people at the time. So it was for kind of the elite of the elite. It wasn't just like anyone could kind of stay at it. Um, mm-hmm. Not really sure. You'd have a, a, a merman to get in. <laughs> yeah. He could probably get in. People would be like, what the... Actually, I don't even want to fight you. Just take whatever room you want. I don't want to touch that thing. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I'm not really sure who those people were, but I can imagine they were, like, pretty legit, I guess. Um, So, arriving in their fancy steam cars, the guests were absolutely amazed at first by the beautiful views of the Rockies, but then were shocked by the amenities the Stanley had to offer. Um, Because it's, like, a dinky little... At this point, it's a dinky little mountain town, like... It's mm-hmm. 19, it's like the early 1900s, like, there's not a lot going on. And they're, like, rolling up. There was that one journalist whose house is, like, burning in the distance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everyone has like consumption. Kinda... <laughs> Everyone has consumption. They're, like, drinking tea out of, like, porcelain. They're like, ah, oh, yes, the finer taste. Um, and there's still just, like, a journalist's house burning. <laughs> it's just, like, yeah. it's burning for years. <laughs> yeah, like, they had legit things, like, they had nice food they had actual tables they have like fan like all tables yeah you know not i don't know what but i mean poor people probably had tables too i guess (laughs) no they they had the floor to eat off of (laughs) 
But they had chairs, so it was weird. They would have to eat off mm-hmm. the floor from the chairs. Yep. It was a weird thing. Their, their, their spines were really long. Um, anyways. <laughs> That's why they were poor. <laughs> they all had scoliosis. <laughs> all the spine lotion yeah. that they had to buy. Exactly. God. Anyways. Um, so, yeah, everyone was, like, super shocked. Uh, they weren't really expecting such luxury in the mountains and how much it compared to their fancy lives back east. Um, and that was another thing. Like, these people were venturing all the way from the east coast to Colorado in these, like, steam cars, driving around these, like, icy roads up the mountains. And these. it's just, like, the the vision of it is just kind of funny to me. It's just, like, they're trying so hard just to go to this little hotel. Um, How dangerous is that? It's like I am sketched out driving sometimes here, and I have a Subaru, like, <laughs> right, which is a nice car. Can, like you could get crushed by an eighteen wheeler, and like with today's technology, you you'll probably come out alive. You're like, you know what I mean? Man, that kind of hurt, but whatever. Anyways, what do you want for dinner? You know, like, <laughs> Dad? No, I'm good. <laughs> What's AAA's number again? <laughs> also, how about them Gamecock? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so they were all just, like, super excited about having such luxury. Um, and naturally, due to the construction of the Stanley, the surrounding town began to develop more. Uh, thanks to FO, by 1917, Estes was an official municipality. Mm-hmm. Un- I don't know why. I can't, I can't say that word. I used <laughs> Try it again. Try it again. Municipality. Municipality. <laughs> I ho- I hope you run for like a local office one day and like someone's like, what do you have to say to your min? You jeez, now I can't do it. <laughs> it's hard. You, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> Apparently, I can't. I'm, I'm throwing like an N M N M like municipality there. Municipality. Never mind. I'm over here teasing you, and yeah. I can't, I'm like vomiting my tongue out. So yeah, like, yeah you, don't mind me. You, don't mind me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Anyways, um, with yeah. <laughs> I, I get it. <laughs> We're both dumb. Um, mm-hmm. So it was an official <laughs> with waterworks, a power plant, and civic organizations. So basically, the Stanley really helped out the town of us to become more official and um, more economical. Um, mm-hmm. But kind of over time, I guess it lost its charm because, uh, unfortunately, by the 1970s, the Stanley started to become a little disheveled due to lack of care and investment. So I guess it kind of lost its charm after, like, yeah. more fancy places were being built. And people were like, I don't have to travel three days to get to this? Wonderful. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I, I love the idea of, like, you know, F.O., just, like, him, him, like, standing in front of the Stanley and kind of, like... Like brushing his hands off and the dirt's coming off. I, I know he didn't build it, but you know he got somebody else to. He's like, "Ha ha, I'm done." And then like come back in time, like grab him by the shoulder, snap, go back in time, and just put him in front of like a Best Western and be like, like "Check it out." He's like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> just see if he lost his mind. <laughs> he's like, "There's water What's running under the floors. What? <laughs> How do this?" <laughs> Um, and then show him Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, he's like, what the hell is going on? He's like, actually, what? He's like, can I go back in time more and just not build this family so that never happens? Right. Can I just die of consumption, please? Yeah, he's like, that's probably the better way out. Um, so yeah, so this was like in the 1970s, and um, the Stanley was about to go completely under until a very famous visit from one. Can you guess who? Stanley Kubrick. No, no, famous person what is the Stanley are you gonna guess are you gonna uh Stanley Kubrick no not I don't want to even know what that is nope try again um 
Uh, Christopher Nolan. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Anyways, um. Stephen <laughs> Stephen King. Oh. You knew that. You Who's that? You're such a dingus. Okay. I'm just kidding. Uh, I've read the Dark Tower series. It's fun. Whatever. All right. Uh, so Stephen King. Um, it was the, during the winter of 1974 that Stephen King and his wife visited the Stanley Hotel. The Stanley was about to close for the season, so King and his wife, his life, excuse me, stutter. I mean, the love of his life, you know. <laughs> True. Um, so King and mm-hmm. his wife were actually the only guests staying there at the time, uh, which is kind of nice, I guess, but also creepy that they were basically like the only people in the entire hotel besides the staff. I don't know. That would freak me out. I'd be like, okay. Um, yeah. I feel like dad would hate that. Cause yeah. he's like, I have no one to talk to in the elevator. What the hell? Yeah. Mr. Community. Yeah. <laughs> Who do I talk to Brighton. when I'm he's like, getting ice? He's like, I have, there is no strangers day to Brighton asking me about <laughs> asking them about themselves. You know, like what do I do with myself? I have... I've got no, no old ladies luggage to help like <laughs> yeah. up a flight of stairs. You know what I mean? I can't give oh, a lollipop to any kid. What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's, there's no young child's hair to tussle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this podcast is just going to be us, like, making fun of our parents. Who <laughs> we love dearly. I, I mean... <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, beyond, I'm beyond grateful that they are uh, my parents. They're mine, too, so... Okay. I'm shaking my head. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, cool. So, they're the only people there, and the hotel put them in room 217, the presidential suite. Dun, dun, dun. Which sounds fancy, but I think it was literally just like the last room with clean sheets. So they were like, eh, just put them in there. Fine. Um, so. <laughs> it's just a broom closet, and they're like, it's the presidential suite. And <laughs> yeah. the kings are like, this is a broom closet. It's like, no, it's the presidential suite. Just don't think about it too much. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so our man King got pretty comfortable at the bar in the Stanley, indulged himself in some whiskey. Uh, kind of sounds mm-hmm. like dad. Am I right? No. <laughs> well, Stephen King had like a terrible bout of alcoholism. <laughs> oh, he did? Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. You know, a dad, dad is not an alcoholic, but no. <laughs> it's, uh, but like Stephen King got in like a, I think he was hit by a car or he was in a car wreck because of his alcoholism. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, I guess yeah, it might, maybe it started up. here at the Stanley. <laughs> the whiskey yeah. was that good. He's like, I never want to not have this in my mouth. <laughs> I never want to not have this feeling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, after retiring back to his room and falling asleep, he had a dream that was a little spooky, to say the least. Basically, his son got strangled by a fire hose that he had previously seen in the hallway and died. Or something. I'm assuming he died. He's getting strangled by a fire hose. Light vacation dream. <laughs> yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, just some light. Um, he woke up in a sweat and went out to the balcony for a smoke break. Uh, by the end of his cigarette, he had come up with the basic premise behind the famous movie, fill in the blank, Seamus? Or book. Or book bu- first. Yeah, book. Famous book. Yeah. <laughs> the Shining. Oh, nice. Okay. Got that one. Um, Directed by? Stephen King. Stanley Kubrick. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, I know everything. Um, so, yeah. Basically, he kind of just turned around like the Stanley and made it super popular and like basically saved the Stanley from being bankrupt. Um, nice. So shout out to Stephen King for doing that. Um, and yeah, then yeah. obviously the movie dumb and dumber got filmed there, which is 
<laughs> awesome. Which, which was directed by Stephen King. <laughs> <laughs> It's actually like really dark humor. People just think it's funny. It's normal humor, but it's actually really dark if you if you think about it in a metaphorical sense. These these two psychos go to a hotel and just like terror like terrorize everybody around them. Um. So yeah. Anyways, uh, that's kind of the history behind it. Um. Just like a short little history. There's obviously mm-hmm. way more to it, but a little bit of history on how it started, how it got famous again. Um. But enough of that boring stuff. Ew. Um, mm-hmm. That was that was uh, you know boring. That was I didn't a, have any fun with that. That was a snoozer for sure. Um, so now I didn't know Stephen King actually went there. That's that's pretty cool. Sorry to interrupt, but yeah, yeah, pretty pretty you know. Um, yeah. So now I'm going to dive into some more of the spooky stuff. Ooh. Uh, basically, Ooh. this place is just super haunted and it's absolutely littered with ghosts. So there's not like a specific ghost that I'm going to talk mm-hmm. about. So I'm going to talk about a couple different of them because they're just kind of everywhere. Um, yeah. And it's just, yeah, so. Uh, the first one I'm going to chit-chat about today is a ghost named Lucy. So Lucy is a little creepy because nobody really knows where she came from. The hotel has no record of her. She kind of just appeared over time. Uh, some people think she was a homeless lady that died in the freezing weather outside the hotel and her spirit kind of just wandered in. And other people think she's a little girl that just mysteriously died in the hotel and never left. Dun, dun, dun. Oh. Huh. It's a very different ends of the spectrum. Yeah. So, yeah, like my brain was like, "Oh, it's a child," and then you were like, "Yeah, it's a housekeeper," and I'm like, "Oh, it's an adult." It's like, yeah. "Oh, it could also be a child." It's like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah." Mentally, I'm like, "What's going on?" But whatever. Um, yeah. But she's super fun because she hates getting her picture taken so much so that when you're on a tour, they forbid you from taking pictures in this specific room because that's where she's rumored to hang out. Because if you take a picture of Ooh. her. Not, good things will not be good for you. Um, mm-hmm. but you'll turn into a merman. You'll turn into a monkey merman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but if you're brave enough or dumb enough, I guess you could say um, you do. Or, you, know, you do get a picture of her. She'll mess with you a little bit because she's kind of pissed at you for. She's a little. She's a little picture shy. You know. Um, a little picture shy. I only get. I only like my photos from a Canon. Yeah. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Canon. <laughs> Shout out to Canon. Love you guys. Oh, uh, Canon. <laughs> Go to canon.com backslash much excite. Um, much excite. <laughs> backslash. <laughs> Instead of the regular forward slash slash. <laughs> it's a backslash. <laughs> not front slash. Not front just slash. Me backslash. So- uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, anyways, I, I read an article about this lady that wandered off from her tour group into Lucy's room. And she snapped a picture and immediately regretted it. She noted how she felt just a rush of anxiety come over her, and she immediately deleted the picture. But unfortunately for her, Lucy never forgets. Um, so that night, the lady went back to her room. She she said um, she noted how she fell asleep pretty easily. Um, but then she was um, awoken at 3 a.m., which if you aren't aware, Ooh. that's the witching hour. So you're not, nothing, mm-hmm. never, nothing's going to be that. good for you at 3 a.m. if you get woken up by a ghost. Um, Wait, is that like an, is that like an actual thing? Like, is there like a 3 a.m.? Yeah, like... I think, yeah, it's an actual, I think it's like 3.33 maybe is the wishing hour. Or, but it's like mm-hmm. somewhere between 3 and 4 a.m. It's like, some sketchy's going to happen if like you get woken up then. Okay. It's like a ghost woke you up like uh. a witch, something like that. Um, mm-hmm. so hopefully you don't. That's why I'm always awake at 333 with a knife. Exactly. Yes. Perfect. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I also a little can... knife, though. It's only like the size of my finger. It's like a tic tac. A little tic tac. It's a thumb tack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tic tac. <laughs> it's a tic tac. <laughs> um, you're really. The ghost might kill me, but I'll have minty fresh breath. <laughs> Okay, yeah, so unfortunately for her, Lucy never forgets. She was awoken at 3 a.m., um, and she, when she woke up, she saw a little girl run past her on the right side of her bed, and she remembers seeing Ugh. bangs and big, dark eyes. And she was just like, what is going on? Oh, my God. <laughs> and uh, then... Oh, I don't like this. <laughs> and then it gets worse, because the little girl, she's like... Oh, it's, it's not done yet. No, okay. it's not done. <laughs> <laughs> um, it gets okay. worse. <laughs> Because the little girl just absolutely nailed her in the face with her teddy bear and, like, ran away. <laughs> oh. And that was it. Ugh. Then, the lady, like, she was just absolutely stunned in her bed. She was like, I, I don't even know what to do. I don't know how to recover from this. I don't know what to go on. So, obviously, she was a- awake the rest of the night, and um, she was just like... Wait, why? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> was she scared? <laughs> yeah. Um... So she was just, like, really freaked out. She, like, was awake the rest of the night, and she was scheduled for a tour the next day, and they went on the tour, and she was kind of in the back of the group, and everyone, like, kind of got really quiet, and she was like, what's going on? She, like, she, like pushed through the front of the group, and at the very end of the hallway, um, I can't remember if it was, like, the fourth floor or something like that, but at the very end of the hallway, there were two little girls standing right next to each other, and just said, oh. I want to play with you forever and ever and ever, or something creepy like that. And it was all, like, a stunt. Obviously, they were, like, actors, like, little girl actors from, like, the Stanley. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, part of the, it's, like, part of the tour is, like, they, they set up that and it's, like, part of the spook. Because it's, like, from The Shining. It's, like, those girls and the, like, right, the blue right, dresses. Right. They're, like, let's play. Like, let's Ugh. play forever and ever and ever. You're, like, ooh, what the? Like, um, but she was just. I'd be so mad if, like, by the end of them saying that they, like, full sprinted at you. I'd be, like, nah, I'm, I'm going home. I'm, I'm going to. You know, that would be the one time sleep in that burnt out journalist yeah. house. <laughs> that would be the one time I'd be okay with kicking a kid. <laughs> like, no, this is like... <laughs> no, sorry, I'm out. <laughs> um, and obviously, the lady was like, she literally was like, I'm out. Like, she after the night she just had, she literally left. She was like, I can't do this. I know that those are fake people oh, or yeah. fake ghosts, but I can't do this. Um, <laughs> So she left. But anyways, um, that's Lucy. So if you ever go to the Stanley, do not take a picture of her because she will come get you for it. Um, so did that did, did that teddy bear strike, did it like hurt that woman? Like She was like, she was like, it, I mean, it hurt, but she was like, I don't know if that was a dream or if it was real, but she was like, it felt really real. Okay. Because I'm like, the force you really got to put behind a teddy bear to hit somebody in the face to make it like hurt. Mm-hmm. It's like a decent bit, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's very weird. I don't know. Huh. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. Yeah, so that was Lucy. Mm. Um, she's a kind of a creepy one. Um, but there's another famous ghost at the Stanley. His name is Paul, which is such a creepy, oh. such a creepy name, Paul. Oh, ugh. gives me shivers just thinking about it. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Paul, Ugh. Paul Rudd. Oh my god. Paul Rudd. Ugh. Oh, do you age? Ugh. <laughs> Ant Man. <Yeah. laughs> um, but unlike Lucy, people actually do have an origin for Paul. Uh, way back in the day, he was actually a groundskeeper for the Stanley, um, and it was known that Paul just absolutely adored working there. Um, so much so that he died here. Oh, Paul. Okay, you know, 
weird flex. But Go on right. vacation. You know, there's more. There's more to the world than, than a hotel. But you know, <laughs> yeah. if if you love what you do, <laughs> you never work a day in your life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you never work again because you're dead. So. <laughs> hey, right. You know. Um, or are you? Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Um, oh. It was rumored that he was um, shoveling snow. And he had a heart attack and died. So that's how he died. He basically had a heart attack. Okay. Um, and but it, it like apparently in the tours when you go, the the place Paul most shows up is the concert hall, which is a very also a very famous room in the Stanley. Um, so yeah, if you ever go to Stanley, your best chance of running into him is in the famous concert hall. Um, when he was alive, is- he was really strict with security and keeping everyone in line. So much sometimes that he would throw people out of the concert hall if it was, like, past curfew, which is kind of spooky. Sounds like a cool guy. Sounds like the kind of guy who's like, I love my job. I also rule it with um, an iron fist. So if you're a little unruly in the concert hall, you're out of (laughs) here. I hate hate fun. (laughs) (laughs) He's, like, throwing you out and you turn around and you're like, you're going to die here, Paul. And he's (laughs) like, I hope so. <laughs> it's like weird to me because I don't really know what like past curfew means. Is like, does he know the parents of these kids and they like knows they're supposed to be like in bed or is like do the guests have a curfew and they can't be like roaming the halls? I don't really get what that means. It it, it might be like like a pool like, you know, you can't really be in a pool at a hotel at a certain point. You know, that's right. So yeah. it's like maybe it's something like that. Maybe it's like, yo, this place is just closed. And, we can't have people mm. passing out at the bar here, you know? Yeah, true. Um, Doesn't stop me before, though. Yeah, true. Um, so if you <laughs> go on a tour in the Stanley, um, they take you through the concert hall, and uh, that's where they chit-chat about Paul. But some people will actually, some lucky people, I will add, um, will catch glimpses of him, kind of just stalking around the concert hall, <laughs> just checking oh. in on them, making sure they're not being out of line. Um, and on a certain occasion, there was a group that used an EVP. Do you know what an EVP is, Seamus? Uh, I do not. An EVP stands for Electronic Voice Phenomenon. So basically, it's a device that picks up, like, ghosts talking, ghost voices. Oh. Which isn't scary at all. I mean, <laughs> Are you saying that there's math to ghost hunting? <laughs> yes. <laughs> there's instruments and devices to ghost hunting? Apparently, yes. <laughs> Um, How funny would it be if, like, Scooby-Doo, instead of, like, being the show it is, which is, like, a bunch of nerds with, like, a lot of heavy, like, ghost hunting gear, and they're like, yeah, you got the electromagnetic, magnetic, like, spatial reader, and Freddy's like, yeah, it's just, runs off a car battery, and it's just so heavy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like in the 70s, like, they're like, everything's really heavy, guys. <laughs> Can we just do what in we were doing before? Audio, they have, like... <laughs> And like, uh, in order to record audio, they have like two big like uh, cassette spools or something like that. Just like <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, anyways, this group used an EVP, and they actually caught Paul saying "get out" because technically it was oh. past curfew in the concert hall. So oh, even till death, he's annoying. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's no fun. He sounds more like a jerk than a scary ghost. He sounds more like, get out of the concert hall. It's like, oh. Yeah. I mean, 15 more minutes, bro. It's like, come on, guys. Um, So, yeah, he'll, like, try and get you out of the concert hall. And he was, like, 
he he would help out in housekeeping, I think, sometimes, because there have been people who report going into, like, broom closets, like, people that work there will, you know, start a shift or something like that and go to somewhere that Paul would have frequently been, and they actually mm-hmm. feel, like, a severe pain in their chest, like, just randomly come over oh. them. It feels like somebody's, like, squeezing their chest, and it was basically because Paul had a heart attack, so it's, like... Oh. Right. Yeah, it's, it said, like... Ugh. Paul's like, if I'm going to have a heart attack, you are too, kind of vibe, so. <laughs> He's really fun. Paul's rocks. <laughs> yeah, Paul, I, you know, Lucy's got a little character to her, you know. <laughs> Lucy will pop you in the face with a bear and then run away. But, like, Paul's just a stickler. <laughs> I mean, Lucy is objectively more terrifying, uh-huh. but I'm kind of like, Lucy's not annoying. <laughs> no. And I don't know what's worse, terror or annoyance. I would, so. Yeah, I would 100% want to hang out lucy over paul gonna be honest (laughs) right 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 yeah i wouldn't take a photo like i wouldn't i wouldn't like you know put anything in the scrapbook but you know it'd it'd definitely be a hangout with lucy definitely definitely um (laughs) so uh yeah so the um last ghost i'm gonna talk about um he doesn't have a name he just called the cowboy um and he's he's pretty fun he's kind of quirky um he's a he's a cowboy ghost not like other boys what'd you say he's not like other boys no he's a he's a dead boy he's a dead he's a a cowboy um he he likes (laughs) he he likes to linger the halls likes to float around kind of do his thing but what's super fun about the cowboy ghost is that he's really handsy with the ladies oh (laughs) yeah unknown cowboy Yep, so if you're ever snoozing in the Stanley and you wake up to a ghost cowboy kissing your cheek, don't, that's normal, hmm. so. <laughs> that's just par for the course. <laughs> so he's, like, been known to, like, kiss girls, like, try and, like, grab them, hold their hands, rub up on them. He's a little, eh. hmm. Nowadays, he would probably not be cool, um, but he's dead, right. so I I mean, you I could argue that that wasn't cool back in the day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, like. I get, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You know, it was, I don't, we're, we're more woke now. I don't think we would be like, oh, excuse yeah. me, sir. Like, whatever. Oh, a cowboy? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. A cowboy kisser came in the night. Oh. <laughs> husband's like, what happened last night? <laughs> what? You didn't see him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, I thought that was you. What the heck? <laughs> um. No, the husband is like, no, that that was me. I, you know, I, I went to use the bathroom. I gave, gave you a kiss on this cheek, and the wife's like, "Ooh, a ghost cowboy kissed me on the cheek." And the husband's like, "No, no honey, it was me." No, that was me. She's like, "Dang it, are me. you kidding me? That was lame." <laughs> um, but that's about it on the cowboy ghost. He's just kind of handsy. Um, so mm-hmm, if you're ever lonely, mm-hmm. just check out the Stanley for some action. Rare. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I okay. Of the three so far, I think Lucy's still top of my yeah, list. Of who I'd rather like, hang out with? It's like you, know? you either have you know? an annoying like like man that's like, oh, you have to do this, or you have a man that's just gonna right. touch you weirdly. So I mean, <laughs> right? Like a, a, a non-consenting yeah, yeah. <laughs> ghost person. You know, <laughs> it's like pick your poison, my girl. So um, right. So yeah, that's those are the ghosts. Yeah, I'm definitely choosing the child adult who hits people in the face with bears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the child adult. You know, we don't know what she is. So yeah, <laughs> to be determined. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, those are the ghosts. And the last thing I'm gonna talk about is not a ghost, but an object. Um, so I'm gonna just give you a little knowledge on the haunted mirror in the concert hall. Um, 
It Ooh. is quite an old antique piece, being older than the Stanley itself, yet its origins are not known, which in my opinion makes it way creepier that we don't know where it came from. Yeah, that's that's a mirror that's older than the building it's in. Which is like, a, kinda what, weird. It, what is it, like 118 years old, basically, older than yeah. that? That's sketchy. Hmm. Uh, bad vibes, bad vibes. It was given to them by an old sea captain. <laughs> <laughs> It, it smelled of a okay. it smelled of a monkey and a fish. We don't know why. <laughs> Weird, but we we were like, uh, all right, word. Let's put it in the concert yeah. hall. <laughs> this is what we consider normal. We, we almost are bank, bankrupt, so might as well take anything we can get. It is the 1800s, so smells exist. Yeah. <laughs> no one really bathes, so um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyways, no one knows where it came from, which is creepy. Um, and it's thought that the mirror contains some sort of energy trapped within it, um, which kind of mm-hmm. reminds... Do you ever see that movie Oculus? I never did, no. It's basically like about like, a haunted mirror and this like lady like is the only one that like notices that it's haunted and like somebody comes out of the mirror and like tries to eat her or something like that. Something normal, you know, oh. whatever. Sounds like a light family fun film. Yeah, I actually watched it with our little cousins. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, did they hit you in the face with a bear afterwards? Yeah, they did. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> What? Stop. <laughs> I deserve this. Call me Lucy. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> We're from Estes Park, Colorado. <laughs> where is that? <laughs> We're in Delaware. I'm like, that's not even close to where we are right now. That's... <laughs> 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 um, so yeah, there's a creepy energy trapped within it. Um, many guests over the years have captured figures and apparitions standing next to them when taking photos of their reflection in the mirror. Um, these figures are creepily not apparent to the naked eye, but once you take a picture and you look at it afterwards, it's like there's a thing standing behind you or like somebody creepy around the corner oh. in the back. It's re- yeah. it's creepy. I actually, I took a I, sh- I was going to show you a picture. There's like, I don't know if it's like handprints in this picture or if it's like a ghost with their hand up, but, um... So yeah, you just send me a picture of Joe, and you're like, <laughs> you just send me a picture of Joe, and you're like, look at this creature that I scream. <laughs> oh, what is that? <laughs> what is? <laughs> it's so short and unathletic. Oh, <laughs> look at that three and a half foot tall master of the arts. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah. Anyways, uh, if you take a picture there, it's a thing to do. If you walk in there, you just take a, little, a screenshot of it, or a little snapshot of it. Um, and during a spirit tour a few years ago, led by Marina Perkle, hope I said your name right. Um, a guest snapped a picture of the mirror. You said my name right. Thank you. Um, the guest snapped a picture of the mirror and in the picture, there is allegedly a distinctive visible face peeking around the corner within the mirror, but they, nobody Ooh. said that they saw anything. So it's a, basically it's a haunted mirror. Um, and yeah, the last thing I'll add is there's um, other mirrors within the Stanley that are also supposedly haunted, but there's one specifically in kind of the foyer, um, if you go up the stairs. Mm-hmm. There's two mirrors that are, like, right across from each other. So it's like, you know, when you look into two mirrors, it's like it just keeps going forever and ever. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that basically acts as a vortex for spirits is what people think, which is basically just, oh. like, inviting spirits into the stanley so by the day it's probably just getting more and more haunted and it, people are like we should probably move that mirror but this is good for business so let's just keep it going um i'm loving the idea of like the stanley being like a hotel for ghosts like just on vacation <laughs> they're like oh thank god they have the infinity mirror let's yeah. oh, we'll just walk on through there and uh uh you know just just 
place is clean. Let's go nice. to the whiskey bar and get absolutely. I'm a dumber was filmed here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So that's the that's the haunted mirror, and that's basically all I got for you today, Shamu. Nice. Okay, I think I think the tier list of who I'd want to hang out with mm-hmm. is first is Haunted Mirror because if it if, if it's showing me like weird wacky stuff then like that might be kind of fun you yeah. know if it's showing me like crazy creatures you know mm-hmm. be like you know cool um, two is Lucy a wild wild card of a child adult mm-hmm. hitting people in the face with bears she got the bangs she got the big black eyes you know yeah. like. Solid ghost, but overall, like, she's got her rules. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's got her rules. She just doesn't want her photos taken, you know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Three is Paul, uh, Mm -hmm. kind of a stickler, probably probably kind of annoying mm-hmm. and uh i think i think four is a uh, touchy cowboy i uh, you know i feel like whole... he should just leave i mean i i would do just an exorcism just for him i mean yeah. all the other ones I... can stay he's like i'm like yeah maybe uh, get a new thing lucy's got her thing with the cameras yeah. paul's got his thing about the concert hall like cowboy get a new thing stop touching people he's he's probably one of those like <laughs> old lame uh ghosts who's like kids these days yeah. <laughs> don't <laughs> don't appreciate you know spontaneous to say, like, touching <laughs> yeah where's the line the rules keep changing it's like it's like that no. that old man at a bar you're like Ugh, okay anyways <laughs> <laughs> back in my day we could run our hand down a, a woman's cheek a stranger's cheek it's like Nobody liked that, homie. <laughs> Nobody was like, ah, yes, a caress on the cheek. Nice. Mm, I love your port wine breath. Mm, thank you so much. And I'm assuming their hands were just wrinkly as and rugged as hell because whatever they oh, were yeah. doing back in the day, probably they weren't moisturizing. That's for sure. It like scrapes her cheek as it goes down her cheek. She's like, ah, all right. Well. <laughs> it lets out like a really loud, like, it's like Velcro. <laughs> <laughs> like getting ripped apart. <laughs> He's like, you like that? She's like, actually, this is the worst thing I've ever encountered. <laughs> I'm probably going to die soon. By the way, my name's Lucy. Will you hold my bear for me? I have consumption. <laughs> Anyways. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, that was that was, uh, that was fun. Yeah. And I will definitely be checking my corners next time I walk into uh, 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 the Stan Lee. Mm-hmm. I'll definitely be checking my peripheral vision when i'm scuba diving next time hope they don't run into a monkey mermaid mm-hmm. so. but mm-hmm. i learned a lot well so. yeah yeah luckily like you know those those fiji mermen are uh mummified so it's like as soon as you put them in water they're just gonna start falling apart so that's true. That's, that's that's a good thing or it could be like one of those like egg things that you put in water and it expands to a dinosaur so it just gets bigger <laughs> you jump the, the monkey mermaid and it just gets absolutely massive <laughs> Like, this is not at all what that, I thought was going to happen. That sounds terrifying. Yeah. That just sounds like that sounds like nightmare fuel for that one phobia that's like you're afraid of like giant things underwater <laughs> yeah. or something like that. Yeah. And it just sounds like I like the thought of like a like a decrepit <laughs> monkey fish merman thing being the size of the Eiffel Tower in the Marianas Trench is terrifying. <laughs> and like you know, it hasn't eaten for hundreds of years, so it's a hundred percent going to oh, be yeah. like, ooh, a snack, nice. <laughs> ooh. <laughs> So you're, you're done. I mean. yeah, uh, uh. yeah. No, thank you. No. Well, this was fun, Ray. I'm excited about the next one. I was. I had yeah. a pleasure hanging out with you. And yeah, this. If yeah. anybody was listening and they made it this far, shout out to you. You will get six free. Oh, you pretzels. also owe us what? 
three pretzels in a box. <laughs> You'll get six pretzels instead of five. <laughs> what? what was your ad? You were like, you started with like a chocolate bar and then you were like, yeah, you get six pretzels in a container. <laughs> in a box. And You're like, what is this ad for? It just sounds like it's a loose box. <laughs> <laughs> that was we lost that sponsor that's oh. for sure i don't remember who they were oh yeah we did yeah that trader joe's chocolate but we send you pretzels instead <laughs> yeah um <laughs> all right well uh uh till next time yeah. um this was fun this was, um, this was much excite much excite yeah this was much excite and uh i'm seamus fantasy and i'm reagan fantasy and if you're still listening uh you owe us 15 doubloons now yes so and if you don't give us to them mm-hmm. we will find you in unleash a mermaid monkey on you i'll hit you in the face with a bear Mm -hmm. all right bye Bye. that's cute oh wait i need to stop this how do i stop this is it the square button